most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to the Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. Hi, everyone. How's your day been? <laughs> How's everyone out there? Hello, out there, people. Well, we got Bethany with us. We got Aaron with us. We're going to cover some news. Um, I was reading a little bit earlier about this volcano that erupted near Iceland's capital. They say it's a seismic hotspot. Um, this um, this Reykjavik is the capital, Reykjavik, um, and it's it. They're talking about rising earthquake activity and stuff like this, but I just thought it would be interesting um, to talk a little bit about the volcanoes because. We haven't mentioned that La Palma situation in a long time. And that I guess that bushcraft bear guy had some health issues from that ash, from what I heard. Because um, he was over there covering it on YouTube live when the La Palma volcano was erupting. And we were speculating a lot in Clubhouse how this volcanic ledge could fall off and dump to you know 200 feet down all this cubic miles of earth which would then push a tidal wave to the u.s east coast within about eight or nine hours something like that and this wave as it hit the east coast it would get big and just basically overcome a lot of the the coastline and in some cases go over 100 miles inland but theoretically it would go about five to 10 miles inland from projections. And they have done detailed projections on this. It's like, uh, the Puget sound in the Pacific Northwest. They've, they've been preparing for a tsunami there for quite a while. They've ran projections and there's these wave maps that come out of NOAA the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration. And basically, they they demonstrate how a tsunami would affect different bays, different areas. And they run models and stuff based on wave height. And so they know what's going on. And then I heard talk of National Guard sending units just outside of certain zones that would be considered like washed out zones in Washington state to do drills ahead of time based on this preparation. So they're, they're getting used to, you know, getting their units set up, getting field hospitals set up back away from the coastlines, back away from where they think projected tsunamis might happen. It's just like, um, on Fox News, Shepard Smith back in the day, probably about six years, seven years, eight years or more ago now, probably eight years, Shepard Smith came out and he's like, well, everything west of the I-5, everything west of Interstate 5, going from California up to Washington State, especially in the Oregon uh, Territory, 
would be wiped out by a massive tsunami because what sits off of the west coast a lot of people don't know is the it's the california and um Cascadia? Cascadia. Cascadia subduction zone or something like that? Yeah, the Cascadia subduction zone. And it sits off of basically like the north part of California, Oregon, and like maybe goes into Washington a little bit. And they're saying like if this thing slides or whatever, uh, it's really going to wipe some stuff out. They had Michio Kaku on, the famous uh, shill for the... (laughs) <laughs> the uh, government basically he goes on all these programs I you know I don't know if he's just like one of these book smart guys that thinks he knows everything but mm. follows the official okay. narrative or if he just pumps straight up propaganda right out of the CIA which is more likely what it is but uh, it, anyways on this one he is somewhat spot on I believe um, he, I don't think he was totally shilling on it. He said that uh, it would be like a, the craziest wave ever, you know, maybe like 200 feet high or something they were talking about. And uh, it would just engulf the coast and cause all sorts of problems and disruption. And then there's been these prophets or so-called um, prophets on YouTube and uh, and other people that have had uh, prophetic dreams of oh, these shit. waves coming over the East coast coming over. I myself, I've had, um, just dreams that really stand out. Now I've lived in, um, like Hawaii and stuff and I used to surf. And so I've been like off of coastlines and, um, you know, I was a commercial fisherman when I was 18. Um, but I have like real clear dreams of being like pretty far out at, not like real far out, but like maybe like a half mile out, quarter mile out to see maybe on like a surfboard. And I see big waves starting to come or notice the signs and I'm trying to get back in and I'll get up on the land. And about that time, this wave's coming, you know? So, um, people are like having all these, um, dreams about water and stuff. So I thought that would be a, interesting just to mention how that all is tying in and we didn't talk about that volcano in a long time and now they're talking about this uh iceland um volcano erupting Mm -hmm. again so you know just another um sign that kind of links into my film shackled to silence we're going to have open lines today all day call in and let us know also go to atn.live forward slash chat and join the chat atn.live forward slash chat um over there i got it set up to where you can listen and chat at the same time and there's links to support the network below and the show because well which is all going to support the network because um we got to keep it going for a couple months until we can gain sponsors. So we're hoping everyone can contribute because we put in so much work and a lot of people already put in, um, you know, their donations and whatnot, and we fired it up, but, uh, we got to keep it extended for a couple months. So, um, atn.live forward slash chat, the shepherd Ambella show airs 7 PM Eastern six central. Tell everyone start telling them atn.live. Um, Go there on your phone, use the app. Most of our listeners are on Apple devices, iOS systems, about 80% of our listeners or something like that. We're on iOS, I think, or 70. And um, a lot of people listening to the show too after on Apple Podcasts, again, because there's so much good information, they got to catch it twice. Um, So Mm. also go and give us a five-star rating because... The last person to give us a five-star rating was like nine days ago. So what's going on, people? Like, get active. Like, no one's proactive anymore. Five-star rating, Apple Podcast. Um, tell everyone about the show. It's Aaron free, Cole. and it takes literally like two seconds to, to do that. So to help us out there, please. What else do we got in the news today, guys? Um, yeah, there's some other stuff. Uh, just real quick on this uh, Cascadia subduction zone. I think the last time it erupted, from what I'm seeing, was like 
321 years ago, so 321, that seems kind of weird. Uh, this article was written <laughs> uh, in April of uh, 3210. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of trippy. And uh, so that's something to focus on. I think uh, Mark Fugel uh, over there on YouTube, he, he talks about this a lot because he's like in the Washington or Oregon area. So that that's something that's real trippy. And he, he talks about it quite a bit. And that's something really to, to kind of focus on if you live in that area because that that could come and just punch you right in the face real quick. Uh, other stuff in the news. Uh, Pelosi, she, she got out of Taiwan this morning. Nobody shot her plane down, unfortunately. She's uh, on her way back to the U.S. So hmm. if you had that on your bingo card for 2022, you uh, I guess you either won money or lost money on that one because she's, uh, she's coming back home, unfortunately. Uh, hmm. We're seeing some weird shit with Alex Jones. In the courtroom again, him and his uh, kangaroo trial for this uh, Sandy Hook situation. I don't know what to think about it. Uh, he was in court today saying that he, he believes in it, that it was real, but I can't really blame him if he does have any questions. His, uh, his business and his, his lifestyle is on the line right now. He's uh, Well, this, you this know judge. what's crazy, though? Like, the, the one lawyer was saying, um, so it is your belief you you said you believe Sandy Hook isn't real. And I'm thinking, okay, great. So mm -hmm. when's it illegal to believe in America? Exactly. And why why doesn't this guy like stand up for himself? So um he did say they put a gag order on him, but this is bizarre. I don't know if they just told him they wouldn't give him much of a a problem or a penalty if he just goes along with this so they handle it in the media and it goes away or something, or if if they're tricking them to run him through the ringer, like I don't know, a lot of weird things are going through my mind. What what were you guys thinking? Oh God, um, I'll just I'll just say real quick. It, it seems like to me he's like I said he was just trying to he's just trying to save his business. And this uh this one clip that Bethany sent over, um, I'll see if I can find a good place to start playing it if if we want to do that. But like he looks kind of confused with the uh, this situation with the the text messages getting sent over. Bethany, do you have any extra information on that for us? Uh, no, I just saw it a few minutes before the show. I just happened to stumble upon it on Twitter, but um, he looks like a deer in headlights to me. Yeah. He kind of looks like, I mean, if his lawyers mistakenly, <laughs> by mistake, sent these text messages that weren't supposed to get out, I mean, how incompetent. I'm sure they're getting paid very nicely, how mm -hmm. incompetent and i i want to you know do, do, did they get threatened or um bribed oh. to do that you know because like that sounds crazy um but also is that part of the plan or did they make it look like they leaked them for some reason so that guy would take the bait or also is that guy just a dick and like pretending that they sent them to him and leaked them but really they just sent them to him because they were supposed to or something yeah wow that's that's a lot of good question shepherd that's that's really getting into it, and all that shit's on the table for sure. There's no telling if they hacked him, sent him to the to this DA dude, or if the lawyers are just dummies. But uh, he he looks kind of confused in in that in that exchange right there with the with the DA. It's a uh, I just uh, wish the best of my luck. It it seems like you can't have any free speech and have your own ideas anymore because you'll just wind up going through the ringer or. Maybe, maybe even the government will just come and just wipe out all your shit. It's uh, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in the, the way we're heading these days. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, you you want to play that clip? That's that sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and give this thing a shot. My text messages, and it said you did nice trick. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jones. Oh. Indeed. You didn't give this text message to me. You don't, you don't know where this came from. Do you know where I got this? No. Mr. Jones, did you know that 12 days ago, 12 days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent for the past two years and when informed, did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protected in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text messages about Sandy Hook. Did you know that? I 
see, I told you the truth. This is your Perry Mason moment. I gave them my phone. And then, Mr. Jones, you need to answer the question. No, I, Did you I, know I, this happened? No, no, I didn't know this happened. But I mean, I told you, I gave him the phone over. That the, the judge, that judge is jumping in there. He can't answer anything. And they said in that clip too that they had, I guess, ten days or something like that to identify this as privileged or not privileged. Why wouldn't his lawyers jump on that? Yeah, He's not hiring he just, I'm almost thinking he, like Alex Jones is a good actor too. So um, what if they fucking played this other lawyer to make him think, and they drop like text messages because Jones has like. Well, I ain't going to say it. But what if they drop text message? You know, uh, I won't give them any ammunition. But basically, yeah. it might not be the real text messages. It might be we, ones yeah. that weren't prudent. Yeah. Well, he said, "Did you were you aware of this? And Alex Jones said, no, he wasn't even aware but, this but, happened. But, but I'm thinking, like, you know, if you're on a hardcore trial, like, do you have a defense where... Um, you know, your lawyers prep and release like one of your phones to this guy and bait him or something. You know, I mean, like there could be so much shit going on because of Some how law angles. works. Yeah. So you think there's maybe a strategy? Well, on, there on could be, and lawyers. Jones and and either Jones is acting it out or doesn't even know, and the lawyers handled that. You know, and because um, uh, they have yeah. several devices in their possession or something something like that yeah i mean it would seem pretty it would seem highly unlikely i mean and then they wouldn't say it's privileged and then not even let him know about it that's yeah there's a couple things that are starting to give me pause here you could do the plausible deniability kind of thing i guess if you're jones like if your lawyers just do something you're not aware of it then maybe like a cause like a hung jury or something like that I don't know how law works. I'm not I mean, cause, because if you think lawyer. about like what Bethany said, like why didn't the lawyers contest? So there's really only two possibilities, and they didn't know they sent it at all, but he says he told them about it or something. So like, okay, so maybe they were busy and didn't do follow-up, or maybe they got paid to um, like just make that happen and didn't really like mm. do anything to follow up with it. Yeah, it's possible too. Crazy. We. God, I wouldn't want to be him right now. Like he's he's gonna be fine. I don't think he's gonna he's not seen any jail time over this for sure. But this could just cripple his his media. Yeah, unless empire. he perjured himself just because in the end, at the end of that video, I don't think we listened to to it all the way through earlier. No. But um, it, he said um something about do you know what perjury is? The uh, lawyer said that to oh. Alex Jones, oh, okay. and so I mean, if he this is getting the plot thickens. Yeah, they can get him for some jail time for perjuring himself. Yeah, I think that's the only way they could get him with jail time. Oh, God. There's a, there's one more Alex Jones clip. Uh, they're asking him about the Sandy Hook thing, and he says he thinks it's 100% real, which, I mean, with your facing down, like, everything you've built over the last 28, 29 years, however long he's been doing this, I, I don't know. I'd probably go ahead and say the same thing, too, so... I don't know if y'all want to listen to that or move well, he on. Apparently, I think I'd get up there. Like, I'd be like, well, let's pull these uh, families uh, tax assessor dad base records up for their homes. Yeah. And see, see how when they, they all and... acquired them on, on one specific day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's like crazy that no one's chance. doing shit like that. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Well, he apparently, I from what I had read, that he went into some type of bankruptcy before mm -hmm. this all went down with the trial and everything to protect his assets, free speech. Yes. What is the name of his company? Free speech something yes. or other. Yeah, some free speech something. Free speech systems yeah. or something like that. I, can't, I, yeah. I heard him say it today and I can't remember it. But yeah, you're, you're, on, the, you're on the head right there. And uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, you go to bankruptcy so they can't touch any of your assets you have involved in there but some supposedly what he was saying is they're trying to like sidestep that and he was saying it was like against the law for him to do what they're doing already with this court trial and that judge she seems like a royal bitch to me she won't even let him respond in in that exchange yeah he, that's crazy i can mean, get two words out yeah like how i mean he did say that he came to uh court with some duct tape on his mouth and yeah like, <laughs> he last, did? yeah like last <laughs> I week didn't know 
or the other day or something and um kind of made like a point like they silenced him and then he's like i saw some video and um yeah like i think they um probably told him he can't talk you know i wonder what the deal is though it's like what are they gonna do they want to run him through the ringer or are they going to kind of let him off if he goes easy like you know what's the what's the psyop behind it like what's their plan I think just to knock out somebody that's you know, kind of exposing what they're doing. I guess that's the end game, in my opinion. I think someone should dig into Leonard Posner's CIA background. Like, you know, I mean, just to CIA if he has a uh, CIA credentials or anything like that. Who, who's that guy? I don't know if uh, he's a he's a alleged father from the Sandy Hook. Oh, okay. event. he was the okay. one that looked like he was laughing before he no, went. No, that was Ro- I think Is that, that the same I one? I think shot? that was a guy named Robbie, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's right. You're right. And, yes. But but yeah. like this guy was the guy that went and testified in front of Congress and started crying, and got the whole um, everyone riled up basically. And this guy, you know, there was there was news articles that existed at one time, you know, I'm going to say this, it was reported on the internet, um, by outlets, big ones that Leonard Posner's son previously died prior to Sandy hook in a, some type of explosion in Syria. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, the plot thickens. Like yeah, that's it earlier. I mean, I'm not the one saying that. I'm just saying, like, I saw that reported, and they've scrubbed mm-hmm. the internet since. So people need to go to the Wayback Machine, start pulling pictures. Yeah. Holy shit! I I, uh, I listened to most of the show with Roy Potter yesterday. He did he did a great job. That was a fantastic show. I'm I'm jealous that he wasn't able to to jump on yesterday. Uh, did, well, they terminated the call times. lines, which reminds us, uh, rem- oh, yeah. reminds me, we got open lines. So please call in. Let's check them today. 205-843-7437. 205-843-7437. I have a feeling the call lines will work perfectly. Uh, when Roy Potter yeah. came on, they terminated the uh, line. And then Roy's uh, YouTube banned his oh. video or something. It was, uh, I think, a... Uh, Bethany, you, you can probably fact check me on this. Uh, did he say it was like from a video from like 2013 or some shit like that? Is that what he what he told you? Yeah. Well, let me go take a look at it. I can pull it up. But it had something to do with the Boston bombing. I mean, wow. but this was right after the day after he texted me this morning and said, I'd like you to know, you know, I thought you'd be interested to know basically <laughs> that they his YouTube channel got suspended or they pulled a video. And he said, you know, how, how you know. He just said those bastards. I mean, you know, like you said yesterday, the enemy never sleeps. I mean, that's just not all coincidence. My gosh, you know, you'd have to be. Come on. What's the chances? Yeah, exactly. How there's only so many coincidences in the world. You you come on here and nukes the nukes the call on, and then gets a gets a video banned from 2013. I've heard it a couple times, but uh, of them doing something like that, so there's like a little bit of precedent to that. But but then tying that in back to being on this show the the same day, there's no way that's a coincidence. I I don't know how to tie that together necessarily, other than they're listening and uh, we're making some waves. I believe Shepard. Yeah, like how crazy, huh? Isn't that like like <laughs> just odd how how this stuff stacks up during the day? Mm-hmm. Just Every day is a new battle. Yeah. It's a new. Yeah, it was from 2013. He said, I finally accessed the reason. It was for a 2013 video of the Boston bombing I did about the brothers never being at the finish line. For that, YouTube said it was hate speech. What the fuck? <laughs> and then he wrote, yeah, right. Arbitrary. Discuss for the FBI, not hate speech. No doubt the feds told them to remove it. Yeah, like hate speech. Wow. Well, it's, it's just like the other day, Shep, when um, Jason Burmis had his had shade the motion picture um, get pulled down yeah. and it was 
and the reason given was uh, medical misinformation. Because he streamed it on a um, some platform or something. I think you said. And I, they, I believe it was on YouTube. It was like yeah. a like a you know a viewing when more you know like a uh, public viewing or whatever. Um, but they pulled shade the motion picture down. But Shep, what possibly was in that that they would consider medical misinformation? Even I was trying to think back. Yeah, Crazy. I hadn't watched that in a little bit. Did y'all talk about viruses at all? Um, in that we um, there was there was blood reports. Um, which showed there was barium in the blood from chemtrails and shit and aluminum and strontium, ultra high levels. Okay. So and they, they, said they probably, yeah, they probably hit it for that or something like that. You and know. that just happened the other day, Shep. I just happened to like click. I don't even know how I clicked on there. I, I did it by accident. And he just was talking within like seconds about shade the motion picture getting pulled down. His other ones got to stay up, but that one got pulled down. And it's like, come on, this isn't coincidence. Connect the dots. That's so yeah. crazy. Y'all had uh, y'all had Jordan Maxwell on, on that one too, didn't you? Yeah, Jordan Maxwell. Uh, like a, rest the, in peace. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, interesting information on that. Shade the motion picture. That's great, great video, great movie, dude. Thanks. Um, that was epic, Shep. The you know the Bilderberg two thousand Occupy Bilderberg two thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that was, and you know what's interesting, Shep. Back then, I never even had any idea what the World Economic Forum was. You know, the World Economic Forum seems like, and they've been around for, I think what since the seventies. Is it? I Probably. could be wrong on that, but they've been around for a while, and. Why didn't I ever hear about Klaus Schwab? Why didn't I ever hear about the World Economic Forum? Why did I never hear about that? Well, they don't want to come out and like telecast these things. It's like the Council on Foreign Relations and the Club of Rome and mm -hmm. all these secret little councils is what they do is they all meet and then they it's kind of like the Bilderberg and then they they figure out who's best for the job to kind of carry out their tasks through society you know, and uh, they have their little plans. Damn, and there's a, a lot of groups too. I mean, there's a lot of different groups. Like they're probably not all working in unison. They're probably like different mafias, but a lot of them probably do. I think there's just a different couple of people. Different breeds of reptilians. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <Aaron>. something. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I think it's just a couple of people at like the top of each organization that like kind of ties into the other ones of, I don't want to go down this path too far, but uh, I'm kind of preparing for uh, doing uh, some kind of climate stuff real quick. I got to cough real quick. Uh-oh. He's got, uh, is that monkeypox? Do you cough with monkeypox? Oh, God, I hope not. I'm about that to hit that next. isn't from climate. It's from chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> I think monkeypox um, got him. Is yeah, the, the Club of Rome and then uh, it was Rockefeller and some other dude. They Come found, on, Aaron. I that's medical like misinformation. 300. You can't talk about that. That's medical misinformation. <laughs> everything's but, uh, medical misinformation <laughs> like no matter what you talk about if you're like oh it's biden all. it's all it's hate speech yeah. medical yeah. misinformation all right hate go speech. ahead Aaron. um sorry it's uh yeah so true um but i think it's just a couple people at each top of these groups and then like all the people at the top they they have like this network i guess kind of think of like a tree and then all the leaves are all these other little councils but you see these people at the top that tie it all in together. So they got all these cronies thinking up ideas, carrying out their plans, whether it's people in government, people in corporations, uh, uh, entrepreneurs or philanthropists, whatever the hell they call themselves. They're shady demon motherfuckers. But they got all these people and they just kind of tie it all together. And then they bring that that I, those ideas back into something up top. And I mean, we could say, I don't know who's at the top, if it's the World Economic Forum or the IMF or is it the Club of Rome, who's, who's ever is at the top. There, there's some kind of a funnel mechanism to get all these really shitty ideas uh, up to the top, whether it's climate change or COVID or monkeypox, whatever's going on there. There's a lot of people right now kind of freaking out about it because uh, New, uh, New York City for sure, then L.A. County. They're all declaring these states of emergencies. I think San Francisco did as well. Of course, <laughs> we all know why San Francisco's doing that. Illinois, they're either eating somewhere shit. Too. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. J.B. Priskiner and uh, the governor of Illinois. Yeah. He declared a state of emergency. It's a lot of butt play or in San Francisco's case, it's people shitting in the street and I guess people are walking through it. But one of the things I can kind of see how you can get monkeypox to the next level is if it gets into the water supply is what I was hearing some people kind of breaking down. And if it gets into the water supply, it could get into like rats and then and then rats shitting in people's houses and then I guess kind of working its way to be an airborne and then maybe making a new strain, which I think some of that's kind of just just spitballing and trying to think of how they're going to roll this out to say that eventually this is going to be airborne. They literally and probably it's just be... made all of that up and, and this shit's not even spreadable. Like people got to like, you got to like stick it from a Petri dish like up someone's nose with a swab. Otherwise, oh, like they okay. can't even get it. No, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm Maybe. Just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I mean, after like looking at the COVID uh, thing and how they haven't isolated the strains and um, the PCR test trick, you know, it makes me wonder, mm-hmm. like, would they go that brazen to, you know, would they be that brazen to um, just mock it all up? And like you, you and like you said, like they're like they're kind of laying it out in there. I mean, that could be how it, how it would theoretically work, but doesn't that sound like they're just like laying it out? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I remember seeing like when uh, coronavirus, COVID nineteen, whatever the hell you want to call this. I remember so- seeing that slow roll, slow slow roll of it in I guess like November, December of twenty nineteen. And I was even talking to to my brother Brian about it, and he's not like say he's not a hardcore conspiracy person. We were talking about it, and he's like, "Dude, I don't know what the hell's going on here." It's like, "I don't know." And then like he sent me an article. He's like, "Oh shit, somebody in Texas has this." And then that was the same time we started seeing people falling down. So, they I think they're kind of slow slow rolling this one a little bit to build up more of that pressure. And then of course, when when Trump was in office, I can't remember who the hell was up there, but he's like, "This is an act of." Uh, simulation or, or whatever an active drill so we don't know which what is you know going to come after this is is this what the one they're going to try to play on us or is it the earth speeding up or these volcanoes i keep thinking about that bill gates like laughing bill and melinda mm-hmm. gates mm-hmm. or whoever's yeah. playing melinda gates it looked like uh <laughs> kevin klein dressed up be. like melinda gates <laughs> they're so gross they are really they grotesque. Suck. And by the way, a little side note, you know, they just instituted masks again for the school children in um, Connecticut. A friend of mine who lives there, an activist friend of mine told me. Oh. So they're making all the kids mask up again now in Connecticut for school this year. Because that's, of COVID. That's fucked up. You know what I I'm mean? Like they're, You know how it takes your oxygen and all that and like it tortures mm-hmm. them. They yeah. they expect me to do that at my job where I do physical labor. It's inside, and if they do that again, I'm 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 out. And I've been there for almost ten years at, at my current job. I'm I'm not gonna play the game with them anymore with that shit. It's like either you know choose me or choose the mask, I guess. Which I know they'll choose the mask, but uh, it's gonna take like everybody standing up and just. Uh, I know Bethany, oh God, when COVID was going hard. In season one, Bethany, she, you, uh, you gave me a lot of inspiration with your outspokenness about like I'm, I'm not fucking playing these games with wearing these masks anymore, and especially oh, if monkeypox. Yes, ma'am. And especially if they say monkeypox, which I don't, I think it'll probably be just, just spitballing a timeline in my head. I would say probably early next year, uh, maybe around like February, March time frame is when I kind of see them saying, "This is airborne." Oh, and and there's also this weird, weird photos going on out there. I see some people with some really nasty shit that looks gross. And I don't think it's bad enough to kill anybody. But then I see some other people. I think like Rant shared some some uh, articles that he's seen where it's it's like the same image of like somebody's hand. And they're saying monkeypox on one. And then um, what the hell's the other one? It's something that's uh, shingles. shingles. Yeah, and it's the same picture, but then also see these other pictures of people with way nastier shit they're calling monkeypox. So Ugh. it's just the same confusion. They just want to keep you off balance for sure. That's crazy that they run different um, or the same photo for different things and all this shit. I mean, 
you know, that another thing that's like, that's kind of like the same thing they did with the Sandy hook. Like we were talking about this the other day, but they, um, CNN on the day of the Sandy hook ordeal, CNN was running footage from a previous school shooting drill. And people thought that that was actually Sandy hook. So a lot of people thought, you know, like police were charging the school, they were running up on it, but that was from a previous drill. Oh, fuck. Speak, speaking of that, um, I can't go too far into detail with this, but um, even in our small town area around here, like most of the towns are 5,000 or less amount of people. They're doing, uh, the police are doing shooter drills in the schools around here in these small towns. So I don't know if that's, I mean, that sounds good. It sounds like they're being proactive and getting ready for stuff. But at the same time, are they expecting this? Is there somebody above them telling them like, hey, this is like going to be the fall of school shootings? Because we know the election, the midterms or whatever's coming up for whatever that's worth. Of course, that gun bill, I think that's sitting in the, the Senate right now is waiting for them to vote on that. And they'll need I can't remember what show I was listening to. I think they were kind of not catching the point of how the Senate works. They were talking about they just need 50 people. That's just for reconciliation bills, like a monetary budget bills need 50 people. Uh, but like something like that would need 60, 60 votes. So they would need 10 Republican senators before November to uh, to get something like get that, that bill passed for that gun confiscation or whatever the hell that bill is. That's crazy that they just keep pecking away at everyone's, um, you know, at the whole gun rights thing. But yet, like, people are still buying weapons. Uh, People still are uh, somewhat doing their thing. But they just keep encroaching on that. It's like they just won't stop with the uh, gun gun thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of talked about this before, too, with with the gun thing. Like, we're looking at whatever's going on in Ukraine with Russia. We got Fancy Nancy hanging out. Or what'd you say yesterday, Shepard? Was it Nancy Nancy Blows Me? Yeah, Nancy Blows Me. <laughs> you fucking cracked me up with that. Uh-huh. Um, we're, we're pissing all these people off. So this is like a perfect time for yeah. the United States to go ahead and keep their assault assault rifles or whatever, you know. keep Keep our guns, basically. And at the same time, the government's trying to take them away. And it's it's always the Democrats. So I was trying to get this point across in, in my emergency podcast thing I did last night. I don't know if I really nailed it, but it's it's always the Democrats that are like fucking with Russia, fucking with China. And and I know both parties, you know, it's it's all the same game, but it seems like the they're more into that. But they're also into taking away our guns. So I don't know what the connection is there unless they just want to make the the homeland as as vulnerable as possible for invasion and then go ahead and piss them off so they'll invade or some kind of backdoor deals there oh yeah they always got backdoor deals you know um i mean everything's in dc's a backdoor deal i'm sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's how they operate i mean they're just you know one guy built says i got this uh company that's going to build this item and the other guy says oh great then uh, we need this this uh crisis so we can sell those you know and uh i'll figure out how to make this work and it'll fit our agenda and it'll fit yours and that's how you'll get paid off but you got to do this you know if we do that you got to do this Mm -hmm. i think the the people in the democratic party they're the best gun salesmen i've I've ever seen. They're, yeah. they're really good at selling yeah. guns every time they Isn't do something. Isn't that crazy? Though. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. especially like, do you remember back in the Obama era, guys, when um, everyone was saying like, Obama's coming for your guns. They're, I mean, he's for sure taking them. They're going to go door to door. And then the next thing you know, it was like all-time gun sales. Mm-hmm. I need to dive into that at some point. I think that might like take like a month to to kind of research and put that together in some kind of like a cohesive flow of information. But we do see that, and and I don't know what the hell to make of it. Either they're dumb as hell, or there's there's a correlation there. Well, there's also like it's, the government buys the, the surplus of ammo, like all these different branches of government, and even like even like the. Um, 
IRS. They have like a shotgun enforcement unit. They bought shotguns. Um, so like yeah, they were buying up all that ammo that membership not yeah, that long ago, really. Yeah, too. they're gonna link everyone to um, like a, a crypto type system, and then that's gonna link to all your taxes and everything. And the second you don't pay, they're just gonna come to your door with a shotgun and fucking blow you away. Boom, motherfucker. That's the that's the last people who want having guns is the IRS because they're they're the worst one of the worst. <laughs> they know nothing about aiming guns or like using them or operating them either like they're just like random people they're like here here's your shotguns no but is what i was gonna say like that could be going on but um they could also that could have just been one of them deals where like some guy owned a fucking shotgun company and he's like oh well you know we could probably roll this into the irs thing the funding and get shotgun yeah, enforcement units, and we'll buy a certain model of shotgun. Oh fuck yeah! Need some like a some kind of Benelli. That's that's one of my favorite kinds of shotguns. Oh, those are uh, a, smooth, right? Like the pump. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. It's a yeah pump shotgun, real smooth. There's also the um, I think it's the A A twelve. It's a <clears throat> I think it's like a clip fed one or. Maybe like maybe be like a drum, but you just like hold the trigger down. It's like a automatic shotgun. It's pretty wild. That's pretty. I've, sick. I've never shot one. You really don't I want, want a pistol grip shotgun. That shit hurts your hand. I mean, yeah. like unless you, I guess unless you had to straight up like conceal it or something. I'd rather have like a a stock in that drum one or something. Maybe like mm-hmm. that'd be pretty That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the pump that yeah the pistol grip shit that just looks cool. It, it's not really that effect that uh. It's not that practical for sure. I uh, I have one other clip for sure. Uh, it's um, Peter Ducey talking to uh, Kareem Jean Pierre or whatever the hell her name is, our um, our uh, new press secretary. Uh, what is this about? This is a uh, oh the China about about the China thing. If y'all want to check this out real quick, it's kind of funny. I love hearing him and her go back and forth. It's like a soap opera, which I'm sure it's intended to be. But it, it's so uh, it cracks me up every time listening to her. She's she's so much worse than uh, uh, Pasaki. It it's crazier. Uh, I guess uh, Mark Zuckerberg light. I guess is uh, <laughs> Pasaki's name. <laughs> That's weird. Data from I, I Star find Trek. Her to be, I find her to be slightly more attractive than Mark Zuckerberg. But you it switch could out be the, the female exactly data, the, the female version of Data from Star Trek. <laughs> That's hate speech. You Ugh. need to get shut down. You're not uh, allowed to have opinions. We live in a simulation. I'm going to go ahead and play this. There's a Chinese official who says the U.S. must pay the price for its own mistake, and we mean what we say. When the Chinese threaten the U.S., does the president take them seriously? Again, the United States will not seek and does not want a crisis. We are prepared to manage what Beijing chooses to do. Nothing has changed when it comes to uh, our policies. Uh, this was a precedent. This was precedent for the speaker to travel uh, to Taiwan. That is nothing new, and it changes absolutely nothing when it comes to our, our one China policy. I'm going to go to the. It's. I, I don't understand this. They say one China policy out of one corner of their mouth. And then on the other side, Pelosi's like, oh, this is a beautiful democracy and we just want to see it thrive and everything. Is that, it doesn't seem like they're, they should be different factions of the government, even though I know, I'm sure there is like a NASA side or a CIA side. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? What, what does this even mean? That's strange. This huh? is, yeah. It's like, do you, do you want us to arm ourselves or do you want to take our guns away? Do you, do you want us to? <laughs> I know. Like, what's their plan? Cause like, you know, it would be a good plan too to have us arm ourselves in, in case they think we're going to be, be attacked. But I don't think this world war shit, I think that's always been somewhat staged up. Um, mm. So, you know, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen. They're going to stage it. Mm. Yeah, we can't control that shit at all. I don't even know if it's, sometimes I don't even feel like talking about that, right? Because it's like they're going to do whatever they want to do. It, like we have no control over that. In the nuke thing, like if they throw nukes at us, what are you gonna do? I see videos on YouTube like nuclear. We're gonna die, every one of us. <laughs> nuclear I'm gonna survival. get under a desk. Gods, like, 
What do you gotta do? There's a nuke headed right for your house and you get under a desk. Yeah. <laughs> Incoming. <laughs> I'm gonna do some kind of weird maneuver and just like try to kiss my ass and say <laughs> It's my plan. Film it. It's, it's the world's last selfie. Some guy kissing his ass before a nuclear explosion. <laughs> You got like a, a volcano in, in Nibiru coming in at the same time. Like that one, fit, uh, <laughs> that, that picture you shared. That yeah, shit, the still, end of the world. I still see AI. that sometimes. AI, Let's what see. if AI predicted some guy kissing his ass while taking a <laughs> selfie as a nuke comes? There's a mushroom cloud in the back. Joe Biden licking a, like a vanilla ice cream cone. <laughs> no taste ass eating vanilla ice cream. Well, you know, we do have open call lines. Uh, we got callers on. Let's go to uh, Shane. He wants to talk about Alex Jones. What's up, Shane? Not much. The, uh, you know, the first uh, forensic file that was ever uh, aired actually took place. It was a murder that took place in a Sandy Hook. With the but, you know, all the all the uh, officials that sh- showed up at Sandy Hook, you know, like your uh, uh, who's got corner and all that that weird dude that was the corner. That dude, look, that Hook, that Wayne Carver him. dude. He they say he's fucking dead now, but the the no fucking way. yeah, but dude, the the fucking uh, the director of the CDC. Look at you, Google this. Uh, CDC director Robert Redfield and it's it looks just like this fucking Wayne Carver character and they killed him off from uh Sandy Hook I don't I mean I'm not I don't know he died supposedly there's a uh it was reported in the paper yeah he was uh I I had I saw that episode of of uh of uh, uh forensic files after uh Sandy Hook had happened, so I was aware of the DA dude, you know, and uh, to see him as he was acting at the at the press conference at the at the school versus, you know, when when he was they they were interviewing him in the forensic file episode, and he was he had his shit all together and was talking all professional and and uh, and then to see that flip flip side, you know, I'm like, man, you went completely the other direction but well, the, uh, well that that uh, guy that looks Alex, like him that i was talking about that's i don't know if you remember this mm-hmm. when trump rolled out the uh invisible enemy covid and all that shit they had that guy standing next to trump a lot and he had like he had like white wow. hair he looked like carver i'll be damned you know now that you were the other thing that you guys were ta- you know a little digression you guys were talking about how uh, uh kind of like democrats are good for gun sales I work in the oil field and Democrats are great for oil prices too. You know, whenever a Democrat's <laughs> in office, that's when the oil prices skyrocket. And, and uh, when a you get a, point. when you get a Republican, that's when it all cools off. But uh, the, uh, you know, the Alex Jones thing, when uh, he goes to court, you know, before I, I, I was just watching clips of the court case and uh, Alex Jones had never been called to the stand at that point. They were just kind of presenting the case, I guess. And, uh, uh, everything they would present, I was like, man, these guys, they, you know, the people that were kind of uh, uh, the prosecution, as it would be, were looking bad. You know, I'm like, if this is your evidence, you know, you're kind of proving uh, Alex Jones' point. And then sure enough, they bring Alex Jones to the stand, and this is typical Alex Jones. He's the worst, you know, Alex Jones' worst worst uh, witness is Alex Jones. And he gets <laughs> up there and just starts running his mouth. And, and uh, okay. you know, that, and I think that's what Alex Jones has been the whole time man this goes back to 9-11 you know uh uh uh, i worked at an airport when 9-11 happened and i was like i didn't know what had happened that day until like four o'clock in the afternoon and uh because i was at a i was at a a forest preserve all day with me and my son and just because it was one that you know everybody remembers it was a nice day so we're at the we're at this forest i worked like a like a, a a third split shift and and uh, but anyway, uh, I worked at an airport. And we shared a uh, in a Bloomington, actually in Peoria, where we had our initial hangar, our uh, our same approach to the runway. We shared it with the uh, Air National Guard, and uh, so we were aware of of uh, airport procedures and whatnot when uh, 9/11 happened. So when I came home, 
that day on 9-11. I was like, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? You know, I'm talking to people. Right. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, um... Colon dropped. Yep. What the fuck? Start talking about 9-11, and then there she goes. What is that about? Hmm. Wow. We're on a roll Isn't there for weird? a second. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, is the caller. call line out, or did it, it said it said caller? It, it looked like he left, so maybe I see we got a caller. Call, we got a caller in queue. Um, he wanted to talk about the, the China situation, but I don't, there's no way we can really get back connected that easy. Um, um, if you can call in tomorrow, we can, we can try that again. Wow. How's that keep on happening? Okay. So it was the call line chat. Do we should, um, yeah, but I mean, this is like getting to be like fucking crazy, right? He was like, right as the guy starts talking about nine 11, it's like anytime someone wow. does a drop Intel, because remember there was that whistleblower call. It was like the Art mm-hmm. Bell area 51 caller. Like when the, whole, Evergreen, yeah. when the whole station shut down, that's the kind of shit that keeps going on. We can't catch a break. That that guy that called in um, the day before before I guess that was Monday, right? Yeah, um, yeah, that was real interesting. It, it sounded like he was trying to like mask his voice. Sound like he was like pinching his nose, and that's kind of why it sounded to me. But it sounded he like he was did. trying to disguise himself. Um, if, if if he's listening, yeah, call back in, and we need to figure this out. He said um, he was disguising his voice. He said that. Oh, like, did he? So, oh, okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, if you go back and listen to it, yeah, yeah, he said he was, he was, didn't want to, he was disguising his voice. Um, so obviously he wanted to share something, but of course we never found that out. Hmm. Yeah. What it was. After the show, too, Chef, Click. we can talk about, uh, like, we can try to use my uh, little, my small There's a line, way maybe. that you can, there's a way that you can, um, Hmm. I'm trying to think of how we can like where you could call from your Skype number into the call studio as a host, um, Mm -hmm. if like behind the scenes, so no one hears it and somehow that patches us back in, like we should run a test on that sometime. So like. So like next time we have a guest on, I can just work on that while while the guest is. Yeah, like maybe there's a way. Like I don't know how you would. I guess if you muted your mic, but um, I don't. It's almost like you would have to drop out of the call and rejoin the call with that call line. And is that even possible? Yeah, shit. I don't know. We'd have to run some tests on that for sure. Crazy. Well, sorry, uh, Shane, about the, uh, and then Felix, um, that's, that's, that's pretty crazy. I, um, let me see if I can get the call lines. Hold on. Stay there, Felix. Stay there. Let me, um, let me, uh, I mean, we love getting your calls too. That's a thing. That's such a great part of the community, you know, communication and the, um, fellowship really here so it's an important part yeah it just it takes the window the cells yeah because we want to we want to interact with the audience for sure and just something somebody does not want us to do it and it's always it's always when they're given information to like right when it starts to crescendo and and crest and and thank you for calling call-in studios host and call screener line Please enter your show or meeting number and press pound. Live. Live. Going live. This is real. Oh, um, do you, what, do you know anything about this uh, U.S. rep that died, Bethany? I kind of seen that come across, but did I didn't not get a enter chance a to look into this. Goodbye. But the, from uh, she was a Republican from, I guess, Indiana. She was killed in a car crash. Yeah, I don't know I much about chance. her either, but yeah, I haven't got a chance to look into this. I don't know. Whenever a politician, like you know, um, 
Senator Nancy Schaefer from Georgia when she was looking. And I always wonder when I see that, like, if there's what were they about? What did they stand for? You know, because, you know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Senator Nancy Schaefer. It doesn't ring a bell off the top of my head. She was looking into this was years ago. She was looking into she was um, looking into like CPS and finding all this stuff. And she was going to whistleblow. She was going to come out with these facts. And then suddenly her husband decides to, you know, it was a murder suicide, supposedly kill his uh, wife yeah. and then kill himself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the family questioned it and they still do. I mean, you can find a Facebook page and justice for senator nancy shaver but she was a good one and so usually when i see that i I think i want to check into it to see what they stood for if there was anything they were looking Mm -hmm. into that potentially could make them a target for that because you're not allowed to have goodness and be in the uh in politics unless you're ron paul he was untouchable god god had a special hand on him i guess (laughs) i think so i love ron paul He's one of the few people I can think of that I've, you know, agreed most more with than than not. Of course, of course, there's always a couple of these people who are like, oh, this is a really good guy, like Ted Cruz uh, from from Texas. But I really don't think he's really that trustworthy. I mean, he'll say something decent here and there, but then I think he also called uh, the people that got arrested at J6. He called them terrorists, and uh, I think Tucker. Uh, kicked his ass on that one too so there's there's very few people i trust in in congress or any part of the any part of government yeah speaking of j6 i mean it just keeps coming up on my news feed every day like people are still getting arrested for that and um Mm. you know they're hammering some of these guys with uh heavy sentences you know prison sentences and they're just they're making an example out of it's just unbelievable yeah the Crockett, that was all set up. To, that whole thing was debauchery. Inside job. Inside job. I got a, I got a guy I need to get him on. Sean uh, Wise, I think Wiseman is how you say his last name. Uh, yeah. I need to get him on the show. He uh, he made a documentary called uh, Bloody Hill. It just came out here recently. And I've been trying to get him to come on the show, but I guess we've just been kind of ships in the dark and missing each other. What uh, What's it about? That up. Um, it's mostly just about J6. Uh, I haven't got to watch all of it yet. I just got to kind of catch little pieces here and there. But it's a uh, just it's kind of like the build up to that, and then like his his story. He's a a journalist. Uh, he was just filming. He went inside, and uh, he's a uh, I think he's looking at a couple months in jail for for doing that. But like he was just you know rolling with the crowd and and just went in there and kind uh, of kind of got caught up in all that shit but i'm gonna try to i'm gonna holler back at him today and see if i can get him on and uh get him to come on the show i guess before he goes to jail unfortunately what uh, was the name like of it this, again uh bloody i think it bloody hill i believe is what it's called i don't i don't have it on me right at the moment huh. i think it was called bloody hill that's a cool name like sounds cool i want to check yeah. it out atn.live don't forget to support the network you can also now go to atn.live forward slash chat during the show or any live show. And there's a chat right there. Get used to going there. There's also a little chat button by the player on the main page. You can you can just click that and go there as well. So um, check that out. Support the network until we can get some sponsors going. Uh, make sure and contribute so that we can keep the lights on here. So it all doesn't go by the wayside and the new world order take back over and make everyone go to YouTube and then squeeze them all off. And then pretty soon there's not even one guy with any voice that can say anything. And then you would have wished that ATN didn't go by the wayside. We'll see you later. Thanks, everyone. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you all tomorrow. Do something nice for yourself and someone else. Fight the new world order with love and kindness. Peace out.